When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, hello, hello. Hope you had a great weekend. Grant Napier here on Listen Up. It is officially Super Bowl week. It's also the week of the NBA trade deadline coming up in about 72 hours. Thursday, the NBA trade deadline. So we'll see if there's a lot of movement in this year's NBA trade front. We've got all of that, plus your phone calls. You just raise your hand, you hit your hand icon, and I will put you right on. All right, so let's start with news off the field. I did a rant on this today. You can check it out uh, on your favorite podcast platform, or you can watch my rant on YouTube as it related to Alvin Kamara. It, It is beyond me how Alvin Kamara played in the Pro Bowl yesterday. Now, before I did my rant, I was completely unaware because it had not been made public yet that the video surveillance of the altercation clearly shows Alvin Kamara punching a man approximately eight times, all right? Ben Kamara's associates stomped on the man several more times at a Las Vegas casino, all right? So Kamara, after the Pro Bowl, was arrested, all right? And he was charged with battery, resulting in substantial bodily harm. He was booked in the uh, Clark County Detention Center in Las Vegas, and then he was released from jail after posting bail later Sunday night. The man, by the way, who was knocked unconscious, suffered an orbital fracture to his right eye, among various other injuries. Unbelievable. Well, you know what? It is an unbelievable. You know what? According to the report, Kamara told police he was with his girlfriend, his assistant, and a couple of friends. Kamara said the man called one of his friends ugly while they were waiting for the elevator and then later said, quote, I'll whoop your ass too. Kamara said he saw a fight break out next to him. He saw the man get punched. When asked why he punched the man, Kamara indicated that he thought the man was running away and had done something to his group. So he chased the man and punched him several times. The police report, by the way, notes that the video shows that the man was not running away. He was supposed to be in court this afternoon, by the way, but it's been moved 
to March 8th. So I'm going to ask you, how is it that Alvin Kamara played in the Pro Bowl yesterday? Like nobody knew about this? There was no news at all of Alvin Kamara and the incident that occurred? I guess not. You know, it's another bad look for the National Football League. Go ahead and put all your slogans on the field and on the back of your helmet. Stop hate. It takes all of us. And by the way, I'm not saying that the NFL is any different than society because I think that this is just, you know, a microcosm of our entire society. I mean, look at what happened again after the 49ers-Rams championship game with the beating of a fan. And, And I will just say this. The NFL keeps jamming all of this crap down our throats. You know, all of their signage, all of their social justice messaging, and yet their own players, okay, and their own league, okay, has the issue of very few minority coaches, okay? They have domestic violence cases. They have assault cases. They've got numerous, numerous DUIs. They've got a player who is driving, you know, 156 miles an hour, hitting the back of a vehicle in which a 23-year-old lady perished because of Henry Ruggs' irresponsible act. I mean, we can go on and on and on and on. You know, the NFL is a hypocritical league. And you got Roger Goodell who I don't understand how he still remains commissioner. And I'm not saying that it's Roger Goodell's responsibility to keep an eye on every player in the NFL and make sure they don't get in trouble. But, you know, you got the Mike Florio report in his book that basically, if his facts are correct, completely exonerates the New England Patriots from the deflate gate and puts the blame and the onus on the National Football League for, again, covering up something. And yet, I don't understand how Roger Goodell is still the commissioner of the NFL. He's done a horrible job as it relates to social issues. He's done a horrible job as it relates to the inequity of domestic violence punishments. He's done a terrible job with the Flategate. I mean, do you want me to go on and on? I can. You know, he's he's got he's done a terrible job with PR. He did a terrible job with the Ray Rice situation. It's been awful. It's terrible. He's the commissioner of the National Football League. Made over $120 million in the last two years. It's time for a change. It's time for new leadership. It's time for new leadership. All right, so the NBA trade deadline is Thursday. Alvin Gentry talking about De'Aaron Fox of the Sacramento Kings went through a full practice today. How nice of him to participate with his teammates. How nice of him with his sore ankle to practice. That's great. Very nice gesture on his part to get out there with his teammates with his sore ankle. I hope he didn't overdo it. I really do. I hope his sore ankle is okay. He's only making $28,103,500 this year. So, you know, we don't want to overdo it. You know, we don't want to overdo it. Don't 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 test out that ankle too much. You know, five year max contract worth hundred and sixty three million. You know what it looks like to me? And again, this is my opinion. It's not based on fact. 
This is what it looks like to me. Looks like to me he doesn't give a damn. It looks to me like he doesn't want to be in Sacramento. It looks to me that he doesn't want anything to do with a leadership role. And yet, you know, as I talked about on a recent podcast, four years ago, he went on the Players' Tribune and put out a video that had everyone all excited, right? Had everyone all excited. Talking about the fans, talking about how great everybody is, you know, in Sacramento. And that was four years ago. Four years ago. And you know what? If you go back and watch that video, and you can Google it, it was the date was October 6th, 2018. All right. The title was A Letter to Sacramento. And you ready for this? I'll promise you this, said De'Aaron. You fought for us, for this team, this franchise, this city, and that's why we'll fight for you. <laughs> yeah, you're really fighting for the fans. Yeah, good for you. Doing a hell of a job there. Doing a hell of a job. That's a hell of a promise. Yeah, you'll fight for the fans. Yeah, you're doing a great job. Beautiful job. What a joke. Seriously. You know, I, I, I'm, I hate to say this because I have always had the utmost respect for De'Aaron Fox. I think he's a paycheck guy. That's what I think he is. I think he got his money, and it's like, oh, you know, I'm good. That's what I think. That's what I think. Now, could the situation in Sacramento with terrible ownership, mismanagement, and everything else wear you down? Yeah, it could. But when a business gives you that confidence and opens up the bank vault for you, with it comes a sense of responsibility. And you have to fight above all of that. And you have to be that guy like John Morant or Trey Young. The reality is De'Aaron Fox isn't even in their neighborhood. All right? Can't shoot consistently. But he's just, he just, his body language, his, he, he just doesn't look happy to me. And I, it, it's baffling to me. It's absolutely baffling to me. And now the Kings say it's a game-time decision tomorrow. Why is it a game-time decision? What the hell is that all about? A game-time decision. He went through practice today. Full practice. Game-time decision with a sore ankle. Really? It takes nearly three weeks to get over a sore ankle? Good Lord. Seriously, good Lord. You know, and only De'Aaron Fox knows how his ankle feels. All right? Only he knows. But he even said to the media a couple days ago, the MRI did not show anything, that the doctors said no structural damage, no issues. It's sore. Hey, you know what? My neck is sore. I swam for 40 minutes today, and I just got done with a four-mile walk. My lower back is sore. I'm 62 years old. I don't get paid $28 million to go swimming and go for a walk. It was sore. I gutted it out. Seriously, this stuff drives me freaking crazy. 
sore. And you know what else is wrong when players miss game after game after game because they say they're sore? is the fact that the team covers their ass. You know? It's ridiculous. Seriously, can you imagine a player in the National Hockey League? Oh, I'm not playing because I'm sore. They get run out of the locker room. They really would. Sore. Please. It's just unbelievable to me. And I understand missing a game. I really do. But missing three weeks? Come on. Seriously? We're missing three weeks of action because of a sore ankle. Let me ask you, if the Kings were in meaningful games, which they haven't had in about 15 years, do you think De'Aaron Fox would have missed three weeks of action? That tells you all you need to know right there. And again, I have been a huge supporter of De'Aaron. I've been a huge fan of De'Aaron. But I've lost a lot of respect for him this year with how he has handled himself. I think at times his post-game press conferences have been embarrassing. I think his body language has been absolutely brutal. I don't think he understands the sense of leadership and responsibility of a large contract. And you know what? If the Kings are able to move him, move him. You know, I keep hearing, you know, and again, I don't really pay attention to the rumors, but, gee, the Kings aren't trading De'Aaron Fox. Why not? Why wouldn't you trade him? Hell, yeah, I would trade him. Making a ton of money, gets hurt all the time, doesn't want to play because of a sore ankle. Hell, yeah, I'm trading him. Absolutely. Like, are you winning with De'Aaron Fox? Have you looked at what the Kings record is lately? As he's in his fifth year, they're 20, 20 wins. And 35 losses. They're hot, though. They have won two of their last 10. So they are on a roll. They have won two of 10. So maybe they're starting to turn things around at 20 and 35. It's unbelievable to me. And again, only De'Aaron Fox knows how his ankle feels. All I'm saying is, I've been in this league a long time. I don't recall a guy missing three weeks with a sore ankle. I really don't. I've seen guys play with sprained ankles. The next night, I've seen guys try to play with sprained ankles two nights later or three nights later. Maybe not a grade three sprained ankle, certainly not a high ankle sprain, but I don't recall a guy missing three weeks with a clean MRI and a sore ankle. But that's just me. Maybe I'm wrong here. Maybe he really does have an injury, and the Kings are just... Covering it up. Good game tonight in the NBA. Uh, Phoenix 42 and 10, Chicago 33 and 20. The other games, Toronto at Charlotte, Miami at Washington, Golden State at Oklahoma City, and the Knicks are in Utah taking on the Jazz. All right, let's get to some phone calls. We'll get started here on this Monday, and we check in with Jeff. Hello, Jeff. Hey, Grant. How are you? Good. What's happening? Well, all this talk about Fox is maybe you can shine some light on this. Brings me back to uh, the Rich, uh, Mitch Richmond trade for who, Billy Owens. Well, that was the first trade. Mitch Richmond with the Warriors traded for Billy Owens, uh, who was who was drafted by the Kings. Yes, and and it helped uh, and it helped the Kings go to the play. We wasn't wasn't Mitch like yes. one of the fir- I, one of the first All Stars or stars that yes. came to the Kings and led us to the playoffs. Yes, that's correct. 
Yeah, I, I went to, and then it was against Utah, I believe, and we we lost because of that doggone. No, it was with it was against Seattle. Oh, was it against Seattle? Yes. Okay, okay, with Seattle. But at any rate, uh, I, I think that's the that's the position we're in again, I believe. Yeah, the problem is De'Aaron Fox isn't going to get a Mitch Richmond. He's not good enough. You know, you're not oh. going to get, you're not going to, you're not going to trade De'Aaron Fox and get a Mitch Richmond in, in return, in my opinion. And the reason is because De'Aaron Fox plays a position on the floor, point guard, and he's a very inconsistent perimeter shooter. And I think with his salary and the fact that he's such an inconsistent perimeter shooter, particularly from three, I don't think you could, you're, you're, you know, De'Aaron Fox is not an all-star. You're not going to trade De'Aaron Fox and get an all-star back unless you were to package him with a Halliburton or a player like that, then you could get an all-star. But you're not getting, you're not trading De'Aaron Fox straight up for an all-star like the Kings' Jerry Reynolds made a phenomenal trade, trading Billy Owens for Mitch Richmond. That's not happening. Oh, Jerry made that trade, huh? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Well, that, well, good, for, good for Jerry. It's probably the best move he ever made. Hey, I'm going to let you go because of the noise in the background with the dogs, but thank you very much. Appreciate it. Jerry actually made a lot of good moves. You know, he also put together a uh, WNBA championships team. I mean, you know, Jerry's Jerry had a lot of good moves, a lot of good moves. That was a really, really good move, though. That was a really good move. But back to De'Aaron Fox. You know, why would you think you were going to trade De'Aaron Fox, who's not an all-star, all right? And you're now all of a sudden going to get an all-star? How's that, How does that work? Seriously. Tell me how that works. He's missed the last eight games, by the way. This year from three, he's shooting a whopping 24.8%. He's shooting for a career 31%. I'm sorry, you're not getting an all-star for De'Aaron Fox. Not happening. Not happening. You could get a good player, but you're not getting an all-star. All right, hey, when I put you uh, up on stage, hit your microphone icon, which is at the bottom of your device, and then you will see a green light on your name, and that means you are on with me, all right? It's very simple. I put you up on stage after you hit your hand icon, and then you hit your microphone icon, and I'll put you right on. I'm going to put Richard back in the audience. Richard, do it again, and when I call you, uh, make sure you hit that hand icon, and I'll be more than happy to discuss whatever you want. All right, let's move along to Brian. Hello, Brian. Hey, Grant. Hey, in regards to Darren Fox, again, for those who don't listen, I've totally tuned out the Kings this year, and basically most of the knowledge I'm and information I'm getting is just random. Twitter, you know, this show, of course, and, you know, a few other outlets. And it's a real shame uh, what's going on with Darren. He was actually my favorite player going back the last couple of years. And him out of uh, Kentucky, I just loved, I loved him. And it's just too bad to see all this, what's going on with him and what have you. And, and it's just a microcosm of the whole debacle was going on with the Canes and it's just of course this is happening you know it's like what's next you know what I mean yep and and you know the Kings fans deserve better I know there's been a lot of blowouts and 
management is management is management, but the players can control their effort. Yep. And the Kings fans deserve that, at least. We've been through, you know, purgatory as fans with the Kings, and the least they can do is just give us some effort. Yep. And if we lose, at least we saw the effort. Yeah, that's, and that's why no one's going to the games anymore, because fans are yep. tired of it. They're like, you're not, you're not trying? You think I'm going to spend my money and go watch the games? That's why there's nobody at the Golden One Center for the home games. Absolutely. And you know what? And, and you know, that's the next step, as we've discussed before. And, you know, hope, you know, I guess you, as, a, as a Kings fan, you just hope that management sees that and maybe reconsiders on how they run things. And, you know, obviously it starts with, starts with Vivek, so we'll see. And then a side note with basketball, just randomly, my son and I uh, watched the 1998 All-Star game. It was the year Jordan's last All-Star game with the Bulls and Kobe's first game with the Lakers and all that. And I got to tell you, if I didn't know any better, that was a real basketball game. These guys actually put in effort for the most part for an all-star game. And, you know, intensity-wise, it looked like a finals game compared to what you see in all-star games today. And I just got to say, it was, you know, the, the brand of basketball, as a reminder, in the 90s up until this era, was my favorite, you know, where the three was a premium. Uh, the big man was valued in a different way. I just love that era of basketball. And it was, even in an all-star game, really fun to watch. Great hearing from you, Brian. Thank you very much for the call. Yep. Take it easy. All right. Now, uh, let's see if we can uh, put Richard back on the stage, and hopefully we can get a conversation with him right here on Listen App. Everyone else, if you want to come on, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will uh, do it. Richard, got to hit that microphone icon. All right. It's at the bottom of your device. There you go, buddy. How are you, Richard? Richard. Richard, you're there. Richard. All right, Richard is not there, even though it appears that he is. All right, again, if you want to get in on, just raise your hand, and uh, we'll do it. In the West, again, Phoenix leading the way at 42-10. and 10. Golden State is at 40-13. and 13. Memphis at 37-18. and 18. Utah in fourth at 32-21. and 21. New Orleans now is the 10th spot. They've won three in a row, and they are 21-32. and 32. All right, we'll try one more time with Richard. Let's give them three tries, and we'll see if this is the time we can have a conversation before we get to some other phone calls. All right, Richard, now it's your right. turn. All right, there you go. How are you? Can you hear me now? Yep, okay. I can hear you. Okay. Thank you for your persistence. Yeah, no problem. I had to come inside. I think I had a weak signal. I was sitting outside. You no know, problem. 80 degrees in San Diego today, you know. <laughs> hey, but, good for you. Yeah, but, you know, it's funny. I, I share some commonality with you in the fact that I actually, you know, I'm, I'm a little older than you, Grant, about four years. Mm-hmm. And and I, I swam 32 lengths today, and I, re- I rode my bike 10 and a half miles, too. I'm kind of like semi-retired. But that's not why I called. But I just, I like where you mentioned that you were, you did your swimming today. That's great, great stuff. Thank you. Yeah, uh, but I'm I'm basically calling about deer and fox because, you know, I, I've got, you know, Fox jersey, got Fox to eat, all this stuff, you know, and I was pretty fired up about us getting them when we did. And, you know, but I now looking at what's happened and, and, and everything, you know, it, it's, he's, he's looking at me more like a one-dimensional player, you know, and, and, and I think that, uh, you know, and this deal with his sore ankle and all this stuff, I honestly feel that the team is just hold, saving him, saving him for a big trade. I think, he, I think he's going to be traded before before the deadline well, if he doesn't play tomorrow then that would tell me that yes he probably will yeah. be traded 
because if he practiced today, went through full practice, and again, he's been out for eight games. You know, tomorrow's the last game before the uh, deadline. The deadline is on Thursday. So maybe tomorrow will be a telltale on that. I got to believe that, you know, he hasn't played now in three weeks. And if he is on the trade market, I can't imagine him playing tomorrow. That would that would that would surprise me. It really would. Thank you, Richard. Really appreciate you taking the time uh, to call the show. All right. If you want to come on, all you got to do is uh, hit your hand icon, raise your hand. Uh, and we will do it. And again, I'm not down. I wasn't, I've, I've really never been down on De'Aaron Fox until this year. I'm really down on the guy. Alfred, how are you, Al? I'm good, Nate. Yeah, I was just thinking, what do you think of this suggestion? Uh, on airlines, they put in a blue tent. So if you have a concussion from someone swinging their bags, you got to go in the <laughs> protocol. There you go, buddy. Yeah, that's it. By the way, I want to correct myself. The Kings have a back-to-back uh, with Minnesota both tomorrow and Wednesday. So they actually have two games before the trade deadline. So I want to correct myself. But, yeah, hey, Al, I like that idea. It sounds pretty darn good. I was cracking up. And then I thought about the the famous Quasimodo where you were, were squished up against, oh, yeah. against the, yep. the window. So I didn't know what would be you know, the, the aisle with the concussion or, or crushed. By quasi, I wasn't sure which way you want to go. Both are not good. I can promise you that. Both are not good. Well, well, Nate, that's what's flying coach for the that airlines. You've talked a lot in your about your some of your most uh, airlines you love. You know that are really treat you right. You you know, you even got on the plane and just to get on the plane and and go. But I just want to say real quick, you know, the whole thing with Kamara, it's just you spoke to the hypocrisy. And I, I just feel like, you know, as if it's you or me or just an average ordinary citizen, you know, we're going to we're going to be arrested. We're going to do our time. But there's just. You're, well, you're he, was, he, he, he was he was arrested. He posted bail. And there's a lot that still needs to be. You know, we can't. I understand that you're making a general statement, not specifically about Camara. But right. in this particular instance, you know, we need to wait and see how the legal process and whether or not he is going to be charged. I believe he will be based on the video that was released today. Or, or yeah, that the police report said, it's just, but it's just unfortunate. It's just another, another example of, like you said, hypocrisy of the league. But anyway, I just want to touch base. Super Bowl week, and I can't wait for the, you know, when Doug Williams. Remember back in the day, yep, yep. The how long have you been a black quarterback? You know, I oh look boy. at the guy. I said, well, how long have I been a black quarterback? Well, that's all my life. You know, so we'll look forward to those questions. I guess, somebody. Thanks for the call, Al. Be good. Take care. All right. Yep. Sounds good. All right, I think Richard wants to uh, come back on. Maybe he was not done yet. So we'll see if he wants to uh, follow up on the conversation that we had. Richard, if you're still there, I'll put you back up on stage. And if you want to get in and ask another question, uh, feel free uh, to do so. Nope. All right. No problem. Hey, uh, if you do want to come on, though, you know the routine. You hit that hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and uh, we will do it. You know, again, I get the, the video is uh, pretty damaging for Alvin Kamara. I, I just don't understand why he's playing in the Pro Bowl yesterday. I, I really don't. I just find it just beyond disturbing. I, I really do. But, again, we are talking about, you know, the National Football League. And I, I can't say there were many things that surprised me when it comes to hypocrisy and absurdity 
you know, with the National Football League. And I have been very, very consistent about this. You know, I, I, I really have. I just think the NFL and their leadership is terrible. It's awful. Yeah, it's terrible. Absolutely awful. I mean, there's really no other way to say it. You know, going back from the kneeling of the national anthem, you know, well, you say one thing about Adam Silver, you know, you know, after it happened for a year and Adam Silver said before the year, our players will be standing for the national anthem. Right. And they did, you know, and, and, and Adam Silver realized that the black lives matter messaging all over the bubble in Orlando turned a lot of fans off. He admitted it. Okay. The commissioner of the NBA admitted it. And what happened? We didn't see it anymore. You know why? He realized that that's not what a lot of fans wanted. And he acknowledged that a lot of fans were turned off by it, that they really just want to tune in to watch the basketball game. So you know what Adam Silver did? He changed it. Okay? Didn't say, I don't want my players engaged in social issues. Did not say that we're not going to contribute a lot of our resources to helping out in that area, in that arena. But what he did say is, we're not going to jam it down our audience's throats. That's what he said. He did something about it, right? He did it. He also said our players will stand for the national anthem, and they have. You know, that didn't happen in the National Football League. You had horrible leadership, horrible. Now, in all fairness to the NFL, their ratings are going through the roof. And that's one of the reasons why Roger Goodell still has his job. He has his job because he's making a ton of money for the owners. But there's more to just making money when you're in the National Football League. And this is a really bad look. This continuing arrest records of players in the National Football League. Mohammed. You're on with Grant. Hi, Mohammed. Hey, what's up, Grant? How are you? Good. I'm doing well. Yeah, I was just calling about, um, I was just listening to the other comments about Darren Fox. Yep. And, I mean, this is the era of uh, pro athletes today. Basically, you can get your Supermax contract and you can have your cake and eat it too, you know? You yep. Sign it and go wherever you want. Yep. It's a very sad state of affairs, but you are 100% correct. Absolutely hit it on the head. All right, so do you believe De'Aaron Fox will be traded before Thursday? Uh, I think he'll be traded if the right offer is there. But if the right offer is there, they're not going to move him just for the sake of moving him. I would agree with you. They're not going to give him away is what you're saying. Exactly. And I think in summer, they'll have more flexibility with teams trying to make more roster changes uh, after the season's over. So they might have more options with, you know, blowing this core up. Well, they can't keep this core together because they stink. I mean, that everyone sees that. There's no you, – you can't keep this group together. I mean, it's it's a failure. I mean, there's no other way to say it. This group is a failure. It's a yeah, failure. It's an utter failure because it's not like we're trying to tank like Oklahoma City or Orlando. We're Oklahoma down there. City, with- Oklahoma City's not trying to tank, but go ahead. Oh, Okay. Uh, Detroit, I, I guess, you know, those, the, the teams down there that know they have no chance of this 10th uh, seed playing uh, seed, right? Yep. I mean, Oklahoma uh, City, Oklahoma City's got the same number of losses as Sacramento, 
and only three losses behind the 10th spot. And, you know, they're not playing well right now. They've lost seven of 10, but I don't believe the word tanking. First of all, I don't like the word tanking because the players that play in these games, they don't care about draft picks. They don't care whether their team gets the first pick or the 50th pick. They don't care. It's 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 a non-issue to the players that play in the NBA. No one cares about what position they are. Now, management does, uh, but the players don't care. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Uh, my thing is just um... – if I'm working for, I don't know, a horrible company like Kmart or Sears, and they're paying me $200 million a year or $200 million over five years or whatever, I'm going to make sure I work my ass off and do whatever I can for that company to make sure they succeed, no matter how horrible we look, right? Well, you would think so. To me, that's human nature. Uh, I, I, that's how I would be. I can't speak for everyone else. De'Aaron Fox clearly doesn't appear to be that individual. Yeah, exactly. That's what I just don't get about these pro athletes who get paid 30, 40 million a year. Like, hey, kill it for this company. They're yep. basically saying you're the star player. I can understand the one-year contract player that's on the end of the bench that gets maybe two minutes a game. I can understand if they're checked out. But if you're like the star player of a team, you got to be there. Hey, listen, Tyrese Halliburton you know, is the leader of the team now. He's the one that's saying all the right things. He's the one that's being accountable for for everything. He's the one that, you know, faces the music every night. And De'Aaron Fox, he's not that guy. And the Kings are paying him to be that guy. It's really it's really a shame. Yeah, it is. It is a shame. Uh, other than that, I just want to see uh, if you had any thoughts on that golf commentator, Mark Fyre. Mark Lye, yeah, you know what? Again, it's the cancel culture world that we're living in. Yeah. You know, even Mark Lye said it. He apologized for his remark, uh, and he said, listen, was I wrong? Yes. Is it a fireable offense? No. He shouldn't have been fired by Sirius XM, in my opinion. Was it a stupid remark? Yes, it was a stupid remark. Okay? But a suspension? Yes. Firing? No. I mean, you see Whoopi Goldberg? Did she get fired? No. I mean, whose who's remark was a lot more egregious? I mean, we can go on and on here. We know there are double standards in our society. We know there's a hypocrisy. You know, there's no one that's more hypocritical than Stephen A. Smith, and nothing ever happens to him. You know, again, Whoopi Goldberg, she doesn't get fired. Mark Lye makes that comment regarding the WNBA, and what does SiriusXM do? They fire him. Why? Because he's really not that important to SiriusXM. He's not a big star, so they're like, we'll just cancel him. So it's a disgrace. Yeah, it's all about money. And you're right, because I remember even, um, I think in summer, Stephen A. Smith was, like, making fun of some of the uh, the African basketball team. He couldn't pronounce Yeah, Nigeria. Name. Yeah, Nigeria team, yeah. And he was making fun of that uh, Japanese Shohei Otani. Exactly. And that would not fly in, you know, in some of these other cases. Like, if you had... Well, not only that, today, he, uh, he, he basically threatened Tiki Barber because he didn't like what Tiki Barber said about the Giants... Who uh, he stood up for the Giants in terms of their racism claims made by Brian Flores and Stephen A. Smith's remarks about Tiki Barber was so unprofessional and so out of bounds and so despicable that it's hard to believe that he still has a job. He said this. All right, you ready? For this? No, I'm listening. All right, you know who Tiki Barber is, right? If not, I'll give you the background. You can give me a background. I don't okay. know him. Tiki Barber was a 10-year running back with the New York Giants, and he was one of the best backs in the history of the New York Giants. All right? Stephen A. Smith did not like comments that Tiki Barber made about the Giants organization, and Tiki said, you know, that Stephen A. Smith, uh, you know, was wrong 
in his opinion, for the comments that he made about the Giants. And Stephen A. Smith said, chill out, watch yourself, and know who you're talking about. But you ready for this? This is where it gets just unbelievable. This is incredible. Uh, quote, I'm going to quote this, all right? Okay. I know a lot of stuff about you, my brother, that I would never say because I have the decency not to say those things. How about that? Basically wow. threatening him. Basically yeah. threatening him. How about that? Hmm. Is that unbelievable? Can you imagine a professional sportscaster saying that? I mean, are you freaking kidding me? Yeah, he's the I mean, you know, I don't understand this. I don't understand how Stephen A. Smith just keeps on flying by, never gets in trouble for anything. Yeah, it really doesn't make. I mean, this is the world we're living in. Is yep, it's sad. So much hypocrisy. They pick and choose who they want to basically cancel, or who can say what and who can't say what. Well, you know, let's just call it the way it is. A lot depends on what your ethnicity is. Yeah, I agree. Thank I you very much. Agree. Appreciate yeah. it. You do the same. I don't even think that's debatable. It's not debatable. I mean, we can just give you example after example after example after example after example after example. It's it's just our country is just it's so sad. It's so sad. What's going on in our country? Chill out, watch yourself, and know who you're talking about. Tiki Barber, by the way, is on WFAN Sports Radio in New York. I should have added that too. Unbelievable. This show is sponsored by Better Help. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash grant. And again, he threatens Tiki Barber. I know a lot of stuff about you, my brother, that I would never say because I have the decency not to say those things. What kind of comments are those? Seriously. Who says stuff like that? Like who, like a Stephen A. Smith feels that he's that powerful that he can threaten Tiki Barber. I mean, that's basically what he did. He threatened him. It's exactly what he did. Amazing. Amazing. All right. If you want to get in on the program, Hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and uh, we will do it. 
All right, let's get to some more phone calls, and we'll get to Jerry. Hello, Jerry. How are you? Hey, Grant. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. Thank you. Hey, uh, got a question for you. Uh, do you know what the average attendance for the Sacramento Kings are? Is? Uh, you know, somebody put it up online. I believe they were, and I uh, don't. I believe they were 27th in the league, 27th worst in the league. I can't remember what the numbers were, but I also will tell you those numbers are not accurate. Uh, they they have many, much, much less fans in the uh, arena than they're than they're saying now could they be sold tickets they could but the actual numbers of fans that are going to the arena uh, you know if you have eyes all you got to do is watch the game uh when i uh because i went to the game on saturday with my wife and yep. i found out because they were free tickets right so yep uh, i found out they were playing the thunder and i was like oh boy it's probably going to be four maybe five thousand people there babe but no i was i was very surprised uh there was quite a bit of people there i mean I'm just, uh, uh, we're sitting in section 114, row B, seats 11 and 12. So you can see pretty much the whole, uh, like the seating chart thing. And I mean, it was it was a pretty good crowd just for the uh, Thunder being there. I mean, I was just. Yeah, the Kings, are 29th, the Kings are 29th out of 30 teams in attendance. The only team worse is the Indiana Pacers. I, I'm looking it up as we speak. Oh, wow. Yep. Wow. Well, maybe that was just for the weekend, huh? Well, you know, I'm, listen, I, I'm not going to speak for the Kings because I don't know, but I would assume that they're giving away a ton of tickets. That's what I would I would guess. But again, yeah. I, don't, I, I'm, I may be wrong, so don't take that as fact. That's just what b would be my guess. Well, Grant, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because my boss, um, he gave those to me because he said the Kings gave him a uh, free pair of tickets. So yep. it, it could be that. Yeah. Wow. Yep. All right. And I and listen, I'm glad you went to the game and I'm glad you had a good time. But I've had a lot of people on my social media accounts and here on Listen App tell me they wouldn't even go if they were offered free tickets. So a lot of people still aren't going even if they had free tickets. <laughs> All right, Grant. Thank you, Grant. Hey, Have thank you. One. You take care. Bye bye. Again, I would never tell people not to go to the games. You know, you want to go to the game, go to the game. It's entertainment. If you want to if that's the type of entertainment you want, then then go to the games. You know, I would never say don't go to the games. You know, everyone has to make that decision and what's best for them. You know, go to the games, have fun. You know, whether you're paying for the tickets, whether the tickets are for free, whatever. I, you know, it's your money. You do what you want with it. Go out and have a good time. I mean, regardless of how bad the team is, you know, the people in Sacramento are fortunate enough to have a, a class, class, class arena and it is i mean the arena is beautiful you know they did a great job with doko they really did by the way a lot of people did not know so I'm, i, I want to pass this on about mark lie serious xm pga tour host former pga player was fired from his job at serious xm all right he said this on radio, you know, the LPGA tour to me is a completely different tour than it was 10 years ago. You couldn't pay me to watch. You really couldn't because I couldn't relate at all. It's kind of like if you were a basketball player and I'm not trashing anybody, please don't take it the wrong way. I saw some highlights of ladies basketball. Man, is there a gun in the house? I'll shoot myself before I watch that. All right. That's what he said. So after he got fired, he said, the fact that I can't relate 
to the WNBA does not make me sexist in any way. All you haters should listen to the whole segment where I completely glorified women's golf, which I love to cover. Thanks for listening. He said, quote, I was terminated about comments made about the WNBA, which I apologize for starting the next segment. On Monday, today, earlier today, he responded to a fan on Twitter who said that his comments went too far. This is how Mark Lye responded, quote, agreed, but not a fireable offense. And I would agree as well. But we live in a woke society, and that's what you get. That's what you get. And you know what else I've learned? When you make an apology, it's worse. So don't apologize anymore. Now, I personally don't think I could live my life that way. I would take the recourse. I would take the heat. If I do something wrong, I apologize. I've always been that way. So if I do something wrong, I, I, I me personally, I, I don't think I could not apologize. I have no problem saying I'm sorry. You know, you should not be in a worse situation because you apologize. But the problem is in this country, because there are so many perfect people, apologizing will make it worse. Whoopi Goldberg is a perfect example. She apologized, and her situation is far worse. Far worse. Far worse. So, yeah, you know, that's the country we're living in. That is the country we're living in. There are two. There are so many perfect people. They don't want to hear an apology because they've never done anything wrong in their life. But the National Football League, Stephen A. Smith. What a joke. Seriously. What a, what a freaking joke. Everyone at ESPN. Like, you know, we. how many times have I talked about Mark Jones on ESPN? How about J.A. Andande the other day and what he said as it relates to the Uyghur genocide and voting rights in America? I mean, seriously, it's just it, – it, it, you, you, you can't make it up. You cannot make it up. You just can't. The hypocrisy in the National Football League and in our society, you just cannot make it up. I mean, and 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 it's not going to end anytime soon. You know, it's not like we're going to wake up and everything's going to be better. No, why would it be better? It's not going to be better. It's going to it's going to continuing it's continuing to get worse. It really is. And by the way, if you want to talk about, you know, messaging. In the National Football League, and you want to look at, like, arrest in the National Football League, huh. since the turn of the century, uh, it's staggering how many arrests there have been in the National Football League. Now, in all fairness... You know, I, I don't really know if the percentage is that much different than society. But here's another big difference. In society, 
you and I, for the most part, get one chance or maybe two chances, and then we're done. In some cases, only one chance. But in the National Football League, you can be convicted of vehicular manslaughter and you can play again. Google Leonard Little. You can have a heinous, awful case of domestic violence and the just the bone-chilling, awful audio from Greg Hardy and no problem, you can go play for the Dallas Cowboys. You know, you can be Alden Smith and you can drive intoxicated over and over and over again and you can keep on playing in the NFL for as many times as you want. We can just go on and on. You can be Adam Pac-Man Jones and you can be arrested 10 times, 10 not five, not seven, not nine, ten. No problem. Come on. Here's your pads. Here's your helmet. Let's go. Period. I mean, and the National Football League, it's embarrassing. You get chance after chance after chance after chance after chance. After chance after chance after chance. You know, amazing. Like in domestic violence, how's the NFL on that? Well, it's great if it's on video like Ray Rice's was. And you know, of all the players that didn't get a second chance, Ray Rice is the one that should have gotten a second chance because he and his wife did more to help out others of domestic violence, change their lives around, and made their horrendous act of domestic violence into a good thing by helping out so many others and the way he handled it. He never got a chance to play again in the NFL. Awful. Awful. By the way, there have been over 100 cases of domestic violence in the last 20 years in the National Football League. And there's been well over 200 DUIs. Amazing. Absolutely unfreaking believable. All right, if you want to come on the show, all you got to do is raise your hand, hit your hand icon, and uh, we will put you uh, right on. Again, the NBA trade deadline is coming your way on Thursday. And the question, if you're a fan of the Kings, will they make a move? The Cavaliers made a move today. They made a trade with the Indiana Pacers getting Karis LeVert. So he's good. He's good. They get, I think, uh, also a 20-22 second-round pick via Miami uh, for Rubio's expiring contract. But LeBert goes to the Cleveland Cavaliers. It looks to me like the Pacers are going to have a fire sale. That's what it looks like to me. They're going to have a major fire sale. Don't be surprised if Sabonis and Turner are gone before Thursday. So 
Look for the Pacers. You know, if the Kings make a move, look for the Indiana Pacers. That could be a team that does some business. That's for sure. Eli, welcome to the show. Hello, Eli. Hey, Grant. Nice to talk to you again. Thank you, Eli. Yeah, so what do you think, um, how does the NBA compare to the NFL in terms of people being given chances over and over and arrests and things of that nature? Well, I don't think it is as much as we've seen in the NFL, but you still see second, third, uh, and fourth chances. Uh, I I don't think there's any doubt about that. Yeah, I mean, because some of the characters that come to mind, I mean, maybe Latrell Sprewell back in the day or Ron Artest, you know, so. Yeah, Ron, though, um, other than the incident in Detroit, which, by the way, was a hideous act, he was never arrested for anything, to the best of my knowledge. I mean, you oh, can, yeah, that's, that's fair. You know, so I, I think we need to be careful about making that type of uh, comment. And I know you, 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 you recognize that. So, uh, but I think, I think the NBA is behind. I think I read this a while ago. I think they're behind both MLB and the NFL uh, as it, and I'll, I'll double check this. You know, I may be wrong. Uh, I'll, I'll double check this. Uh, there's all these stats and everything, but you know, you can look at all kinds of arrest records and everything for the various sports. But it just seems to me that we're talking about it all the time, Eli, in the NFL. You know, it seems like that we're talking about it over and over and over again. Yeah, that's a fair point. And then one other comment, um, you were talking about, you know, cancel culture and sometimes apologies, making things worse, um, you know, with Whoopi Goldberg. And obviously the talk right now is with Joe Rogan, because I feel like, you know, he made his initial apology and things are just getting worse and worse. He has to keep coming out and apologizing and it's not getting any better for him. Correct. It's not getting any better for him. And now there's a a new entity that's also offering him a hundred million dollars to leave Spotify and go do his podcast over there. So, you know, I, I, again, you know, we live in a really crazy world right now. We really do. Yeah. Maybe you're onto something as far as apologies and, you know, whether it's worth it or not. So it's a, it's an interesting thing to think about, but well, I will tell you that most, most, thank you very much. I will tell you that most firms, that work in crisis management with people do tell their clients don't apologize. All right. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. Take that for what it's worth. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Uh, again, I look at the numbers about arrest records uh, in the NBA. I, because I, I know the NFL. It, we talk about it. Um, you know, I, I'm not really sure where the NBA is, but we, we can, you know, I'll examine that uh, and and can talk about it. So, uh, I believe from there's a study that was done, and I'll look it up. 
beginning in 2010 for a period of, I believe, four years. And they did a study between 2010 and 2014. So the NBA and the NFL had the highest arrest rates compared with Major League Baseball and the NHL. Now, in those four years, the NFL had an average arrest rate for a population of 100,000 of approximately 2,466, followed by the NBA's 2,157. Baseball and hockey players were 553 and 175, respectively, over the same period. So the NFL and the NBA's records, much, much more, much more. And again, that's only a four-year study, all right? Only a four-year study. All right, if you want to get in on the program, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and uh, we will talk to you right here on Listen App. We'll be coming your way again tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Also tomorrow, 4 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock Pacific, I will be on No Filter Network with Sean Salisbury. So Sean and I will be on. You can watch. You can join us. All you got to do is similar to here. You hit the knock button, which is like the hand icon, and we'll put you right on with us. So I will be on with Sean Salisbury tomorrow as we get into uh, Super Bowl week and uh, some other things going on uh, in the world of sports. We got, again, the Rams and the Bengals. Everyone's still talking about everything that is going off the field, like I have with Alvin Kamara. Amazing. Just cannot make that stuff up. Alvin Kamara playing in the Pro Bowl after allegedly beating a man unconscious. Great job, Danifel. That's a great job. Smart move by Alvin Kamara, huh? Video in a casino. Where where are there more cameras than anywhere else? Huh? In a Las Vegas casino, right? Maybe, and I'm saying maybe, I don't even know this. Maybe the only place in a Las Vegas casino where there are no cameras would be inside the bathroom. Now, I know there are cameras showing who walks in the bathroom and who walks out of the bathroom. I don't know if there would be cameras actually inside the bathroom. But I do know this. There are cameras everywhere in a casino, in hotel hallways, elevators, okay? I don't even have to mention the casino floor. That goes without saying. So if you're Alvin Kamara and you hit a guy, as the police report stipulated, eight times, eight times, and then his friends stomp on the guy or his associates, like you don't think that you're going to get caught? Really? The cops said that the video showed Alvin Kamara punching the man approximately eight times. And then Kamara's associates proceeded to stomp on him several more times on the ground in a Las Vegas casino. Go ahead, play in the Pro Bowl. Oh, you only hit him eight times? Go ahead, play in the Pro Bowl. Man was unconscious. He's in the hospital, suffered an orbital fracture to his right eye, among many other injuries. Can't make it up. 
just cannot make it up. Good job, Alvin. Great job. Amazing. After Kamara, according to the police, and lunged at the man and punched him approximately eight times, including, by the way, three times after he had fallen to the ground. Then three others from Kamara's group began stopping the man in the face, chest, and legs. You ready for this? One of Kamara's associates stopped him about 16 times. The incident broke up, according to the report, once security arrived, and then Kamara and his party were escorted out of the property. Escorted out of the property? You got a man unconscious on the ground? Where's the police? Seriously, escorted out of the property? What the hell is that all about? What kind of security is that? You're telling me security arrives? A man is unconscious? And you escort someone out of your casino? Man. Amazing. By the way, police met him inside the stadium after the game and read him his Miranda rights before before interviewing him. You know what they should have done? They should have arrested him on the field in the middle of the game. Really. That would have been perfect for the NFL. That's what they should have done. The police should have walked on to the field and they should have arrested him in the middle of the freaking game. That's what they should have done. How would have that looked? That would have been perfect for the NFL. It would have been exactly what the NFL deserves. That's what should have happened, in my opinion. Not after the game. Not after the game. All right. Hey, great having you on today. We're going to do it again tomorrow at 3 o'clock. So make it a great rest of the day. Thank you so much for listening to Grant Napier here on Listen App. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. Judy. <laughs> 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.